Welcome into Windy City Slam live right now on the Podbean app, or maybe you're listening on demand after we did it. Monday at noon, each and every Monday, each and every week, Windy City Slam, 30 minutes of wrestling Chicago style. Joining me on the phone line right now, the fabulous Mike Pankow. Michael, uh, we are going to have you down here at the basement at the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Uh, I threw my back out. And I was going to drag myself down here anyway and do it and because you were coming over. And then one of my kids got sick. And we're like, well, we don't even know what it is yet. So uh, for safety reasons, I'm keeping you at an arm's length. I hope you're okay with that. I am just fine with that. It's been a crazy <laughs> few weeks. Um, I'm ready to go and talk some wrestling. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you want to get into anything here? I mean, I know we're, we can't get into the thing I'll be talking about on the number one uh, most downloaded White Sox podcast in the land. Sox in the Basement, also part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network as Ricky Renteria and Don Cooper were both fired about an hour ago from the White oh. Sox. And uh, that's huge news. So we'll be covering that on that podcast Wednesday morning when you wake up. Sox in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and also at SoxintheBasement.com. But anything you want to get into before we get into our guests because we got a doozy today, right? Yes, we do. It should be a lot of fun. Um, and before we get to our guest, I just want to say the collective in Indianapolis, it was just a, a great festival of wrestling. I was able to watch one of the shows on Fight TV, and that was the freelance wrestling slash freelance underground collaboration. Not in Chicago anymore. It was a great show. A lot of big things went down and other than the freelance as well. And we'll get into that a little bit with our guest coming up in a minute or so as well. All right, sounds good. Well, then let's let's bring him on in here. Do you want to do the introductions, or should I, my friend? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do it. I will do it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, our guest today is is a young guy. Um, he's been training at the Freelance Wrestling Academy for about a year or so, and he's wrestled for organizations like Freelance Underground, Freelance Wrestling, Zello Pro, Golly Lucha Libre, and Warrior Wrestling, just to name a few. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome our guest today, yours, Trevor Outlaw. Trevor Outlaw on the show. Trevor, how are you? I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I was getting a little hot over there. You guys started off with some bad news about my White Sox, but that was quite an introduction. So, you know what? I'm going to let it slide. I'm doing good today. How are you guys? Good. That's bad news for you. You're a big Ricky fan, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 been a rough it's been a rough couple weeks watching these White Sox. I'm uh, not too let's 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 not talk too much about that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sensitive subject. All right, my friend. All right. So so uh, what what have you been doing recently? Give us your latest uh, the latest event. Uh, how it's all going down for you? Oh man, well I uh, just spent the entire weekend at the collective, you know, helping out, paying those dues, and uh, this weekend I'm gonna beat the living crap out of Jacob Dean over at Zello Pro. I'm. Uh, Really looking forward to beating that meathead up, so that should be a fun one. All right, so uh, Trevor, let's get right to it. Um, it's it's become viral. Something you did Saturday at the Collective went viral uh, during Robert Ego Anthony and Frank the Clown's entrance at Joy Janela's Spring Break event. Apparently, you shot a confetti cannon into your own crotch. How did that happen? <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you guys think that's funny. You were. You, you, you call me on to do this interview, and, and you're going to make fun of me at my own expense here. But you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Trevor. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I'm sorry. 
What kind of show are you guys running here? It's, a, it's obviously a poor show. My apologies. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm sure that was a completely unfortunate incident. That there was probably a misfire from the cannon. Take us through what happened. I'm sure somebody's getting sued for giving you faulty equipment. Yeah, actually, uh, I got fired. I got fired from my job with Frank Clown this weekend because of this incident. So you know, Frank uh, Frank comes up to me and uh, just a young boy trying to mind his own business. He goes, hey, we need you to do, you know, shoot out these confetti guns because Frank is the most extra human being on the planet. I thought I was extra until I met this guy. Oh, boy. So we're trying to fire up the confetti guns. These are new ones. And in my head, the end that has the metal is supposed to, um, the both tips are hollow. But the end that had the metal, I'm thinking that's where it's going to shoot out of. It's stable. Now, in my head. I'm thinking, all right, like, I got to make sure this doesn't hit any people. Uh, you know, as, as much as I don't care about any of these derelicts, I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm trying to shoot it off. Next thing I know, it won't go. I'm freaking out because we're on camera. I knew I was probably going to get some heat for it. And next thing I know, I'm on the ground writhing in pain. Everybody's laughing at me. It's blowing up on the Internet. And it's my life has been a mess ever since. And the funny thing was, I saw the clip of it on Twitter, and it went for like maybe 10, 15 seconds, and the announcers for the show totally no-sold it. I mean, how did they not even have any care or concern for you? You know, it's one of those things that you, I guess respect is earned in this business, and uh, no one cares about, you know, this young new guy just trying to trying to help out. And, uh, I mean, let's be, let's be real, though, for a second here. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off that this came at my expense, but any anybody that gets into the nuts is pretty hilarious, so... I'm, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm more mad that nobody cares that I could have lost my crown jewels, you know, I could have lost family jewels, uh, could have had a serious injury, and instead everyone starts laughing right away, and you know, it takes a lot to embarrass yours rudely, I'll tell you that, but, uh, you know, just the lack of concern for my health is just utterly atrocious. So, let's talk a little bit about your training at Freelance Academy. Uh, sure. Isaias Velasquez has been your primary trainer. What was the most important thing you've learned from his teaching so far? Um, that he's a jerk, you know. I, uh, I I walked into this. I mean, here's here's a guy that I looked up to for such a long time. You know, I, I, I almost looked at him like a father figure to me. And, you know, this is the guy that taught me how to wrestle. And... Uh, you know, my birthday weekend, I had one of the biggest opportunities in my life to wrestle against him, and he embarrassed me. You know, he, he, he tried to make a fool out of me, and, you know, I I work really hard, and to see him put his focus into other kids like Jacob Dean, you know, Elena Black, Davey Bang, and all of them, it's, it disgusts me, because, you know, I, I'm the real star of the show. I know it. You know, I knew it from the minute that I walked in there. As soon as I got an opportunity, that was the case, and... Lo and behold, I just get overlooked left and right. But you know what? I'm going to get that rematch one day, and I'm going to expose him for the derelict that he is. Okay, you're a Chicago area guy, obviously, and I saw in your Facebook that you attended Sandbrook High School. Now, it's the same school as another famous wrestling personality, Scarlet of NXT. Have you ever yeah. run into her? Yeah, I, uh, I met her a couple of times back in the day at, like, AAW shows. Um, you know, before, before I was wrestling, I would come home from college and, I didn't know indie wrestling really was a thing besides like, you know, I, I thought anything that wasn't WWE that was still on TV wasn't indie, but um, yeah, I ran into her at a show a couple of days and friends of friends know her. She's a few years older than me, but uh, yeah, Sandberg alumni repping. I mean, let's be honest, that school is a dump, so 
her and I, her and I are the two best things to ever come out of that place. Let's be real here. You know, Trevor, you seem to you seem to not like a lot of things. Like you, you don't like coach. You don't like school. Um, you 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 don't like to read the directions before you fire off a confetti cannon. Is there anything you actually like? Um, I mean, aside from myself, my dog. I mean, I'll be. Uh, My mother, my mother tells me she goes, "I never see you love." Uh, Trevor's phone is cutting in and out just uh, uh, a little bit. Mike, um, uh, is is this normal? Just, I mean, because I want to give Trevor a chance to kind of like reposition where he's at because I'm hearing him cut in and out. Uh, is, is this normal? Is he? I mean, like I, I mean, I, I haven't really. I mean, I think you know more about Trevor than I do at this at this point. Is he? Is he? Is he normally a positive person having a bad day today or? Like, tell me a little bit about Trevor here while he gets the, the phone worked out. Well, he does go by hashtag yours rudely. So uh, obviously, you know, this is what this is what you see is what you get. This is what, what you, hear is what, is what you okay. get. OK, yeah. OK, well, I, I understand. Trevor, are you there now? Oh, I've, I've been here this whole time. I mean, let's be honest. You guys are kind of not running a tight ship here. So, you know, you want to throw the blame on me. That's totally fine. I'm used to people doing that. I'm, I'm used to being told I got a bad attitude and I'm this and that and this and that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't run spots. I run my mouth, and I know that this mouth is going to make me millions of dollars one day. And whether you people see it or not, I do. So, you know, you can call it cockiness. You can call it whatever the hell you want. At the end of the day, it's confidence because I know who I am. So, Well, that's well said. Um, anyway, going back to your schooling, uh, you were on the wrestling team at Sandberg, but then you went to college at the University of Iowa. Yes, and I did. There was something about a senior capstone exhibition about wrestling. Could you explain what that entailed? Yeah, so I was a graphic design major, and um, in order to graduate, we had to have like our own exhibition, do our own show. Uh, I was too stubborn to just do posters because that's what everybody else was doing, and you know I like to uh, go big or go home. And you know college is tough. No, no, no matter what way you roll the dice, it's hard. And I was like, you know what? I've been doing what they've been telling me for years, so I'm gonna do it my way. I uh, I put a wrestling ring in an art gallery, and you know, I thought about who is Trevor Outlaw, who is Trevor Outlaw gonna be one day. And basically, I centered it around myself. One of my buddies came in and tried to interrupt me, and you know, I, I beat the crap out of him in front of a bunch of people. And that's when I knew, you know, I knew there was something there. I knew that I was I was I was destined to do this. If I got trained the right way to do it, I'd be kicking people's rear ends left and right. First of all, what attracted you to wrestling in the first place, and and how did you find your way to Freelance Academy? I mean, I've I don't have like a specific memory as a child of of what I really enjoyed about it. I do remember, you know, when I was in high school, uh, I was an angsty teen that everything pissed me off. That was like prime CM Punk run when he was just not taking crap from anybody and just doing things the way that he liked. And, I re and that really drew me into it even further. I mean, Steve Austin was the same way back in the day. And I think those guys that just bet on themselves when no one else wanted to, um, you know, that was what really drew me to it. And when I first came home after graduating from Iowa, I went to Pro Wrestling Tees like in person the first time. And, uh, you know, one of the guys that was working there told me about this company, Freelance Wrestling. They were having a show over at Logan Square uh, and that I should check it out. And... You know, I had nothing else to do that night, so I went and I had the time of my life, and I was like, wow, I mean, I'm seeing all these guys in here, and, you know, killing it, and whether it's, you know, this was before we, they were selling out all these shows, um, I mean, they still had a good house, but it was, you know, I just knew, I was like, I got to get involved with this somehow, and, you know, he gave me the Iggy that there was a school, and I, as soon as I found out about it, I signed up the next day, and, you know, here we are now.
So what is your daily routine now that you're training during the week and wrestling on the weekends? I, I assume you're also doing a little bit of a shoot job Monday and Friday as well. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm slinging those coupons over at Groupon. So I basically, you know, I wake up, I wake up and if anyone ever tells me I'm not a humble human being, that's malarkey because the first thing I do every day when I wake up, I pick up crap. You know, I, I take my dog outside for a nice long walk, make sure he's taken care of, hop on that computer and, you know, work for Groupon and then I go to training and I don't think there's enough hours in the day to do it. I honestly, if you ask me how, I have no idea how I get through, but you know, it's, it's one of those things. If you want it bad enough, you find a way to make it work and. I've, I've sacrificed a lot of time. I've sacrificed a lot of relationships, but I mean, I don't really care about the relationships of other people because they're not going to make me happy. I'm going to make myself happy. So you know what? That's, uh, that's how we do it. You, you know, Mike, I, that was perfect timing. You said shoot jab and I'm watching the, uh, the Twitter video of him shooting himself in the balls. And Come on, uh, man. Seriously? It was, it was perfect Seriously. timing. Chris, be nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's really amazing, though. It just plays in a nonstop loop. If somebody made it into a gift, did you know that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Look, you know, I'll take I'll take a second here. I'm uh, I need some French fries so I can calm back down. French fries keep me calm as well as well as my dog. But uh, you know, it's one of those things that anybody getting hit in the nuts is funny, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be so pompous to exclude myself from that. You know, what, what makes me mad is that, you know, people don't ask, are you okay? How, how's the package? But never in a million years would I think just showing up and paying dues that the talk of the weekend would be my crotch. So that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's an interesting way to end a weekend, I guess. I guess in a way it will benefit you because you get your name out there, despite the fact that, you know, you made a little bit of a sore crotch now. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm still icing, I'm still icing it, but, you know, those those follower numbers are going up, people won't stop talking about it, and, you know, I don't know why everybody's so obsessed with my package, but you know what, maybe they'll give me some, I, I lost my job at with, with Frank after that, so, you know, maybe that'll help me get some, some new bookings. So, uh, in the matches that I have seen you wrestle live, uh, I can tell you've worked very hard at being a heel with your maneuvers, with your mannerisms, taunting, reacting to the crowd or the derelicts as you call them. How important is it to have a good heel in this business? I mean, I think it's extremely important because, you know, I think a lot of people are going out there and, you know, I know I said it earlier, I don't run spots, I run my mouth. You know, all these guys are out here and, you know, we're killing ourselves for hot dogs and handshakes just to make a name for ourselves. And, you know, that's fine. You know, to each is their own. I don't think it's, I'm not going to be one of those guys, eh, this is wrong, this is wrong. Because, you know what, there's a million different ways to skin the cat here, but... The way I see it, you know, I've uh, I got a big mouth, and I know that I can, you know, take some tush if I need to. And uh, I go out there every match. I go out there. I know someone's gonna say something stupid. I know my opponent's gonna try to get himself over and be all cool. And you know, I uh, I have no tolerance for that. So you know what? As soon as you piss me off and you get me going, you know, unfortunately, uh, you're gonna be suffering the beating of a lifetime, and you might get a left hand right to the suck hole. But you know, it's it's very important that you have that because I'd like to think of myself as the voice of reason in wrestling. You know, I've, like I said, they can say whatever they want about me, but you know what? I'm going to be the one to slow things down. I'm going to be the one to bring these clowns back to reality. And if they can't accept that, then you know what? They can kiss my rear end. Hey, Trevor, just out of curiosity, is there somebody in particular that's really been driving you nuts lately? I mean, is there somebody that, like, you keep talking about how people are talking bad about you, but, like, is there somebody specific that like is, is really been like under your skin lately, or you just think should stop running their mouth? 
Oh my God, Frank the Clown. I mean, especially him. I mean, he thinks this is just one big game, and you know what? It's 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 a shame to me that somebody that has that spotlight that he has, and a guy like Rob Anthony too. You would think that these guys, you know, vets of the bit. Well, Frank's not really a vet, but you know, Rob's a vet of this business, and and you would think that these guys, you know, want to help somebody learn, and the fact that they just are taking advantage of me and running with this on the internet, it's. It really bothers me, but the, the person that I'm focused on right now that's that's running his mouth and he rambles on a lot because he thinks he's some maniac is, is Jacob Dean. I cannot stand that kid. I you know, just because he's shredded to the core, everybody thinks he's so great. And quite frankly with you, I think he's the biggest derelict of them all. You mentioned Jacob Dean. That's this weekend, Saturday night, up in Milwaukee at the Turner Hall Ballroom downtown, and it's part of the Zello Pro Show. And let me pull up the name here real quick. Uh, Zello Pro, the show must go on, and that's Saturday night up in Milwaukee. So if anybody in the Chicago area wants to make their way up there through the 80 to 90 mile drive, go ahead and see Trevor Outlaw try to beat the crap out of uh, Jacob Dean, as well as uh, the big main event where you have Drama King Matt Warhorse and Mason Conrad against the Black Art Battalion. You could just go right up and check them out. Zello Pro, one of my favorite promotions in the area. Look at that. You guys are redeeming yourselves a little bit. You guys are doing the plugs for me. Uh, you know, I lost, as you can tell, I lost my voice a little bit this weekend. So, you know, I, I uh, you know, you guys, you guys have been ruffling my feathers a little bit, but I'll give you, I'll give you a pass on that one. Well, thanks. That's nice of you. All right, so back to the interview. Um, do you have any ultimate goals in the business right now, or are you just taking things day by day or week by week? You know, I'm I'm taking it day by day and week by week because you know, I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna piss a lot of people off, and I'm learning that you know some people will really pay a lot of money to see me get my ass kicked, and you know some people are also equally as terrible of human beings as I admit to be. And they want to see me, you know, beat up the good guys. So it's uh, it's one of those things. I'm just happy to see where this takes me. You know, as as much of a prick as everyone says I am, I am still humble in the terms that I don't expect anything out of this business. You can't because, you know, the egos are bigger than life. And it's one of those things that if you have expectations, you're going to be disappointed. But, you know, I've gotten some really cool opportunities thrown my way. And as much as I don't like any of my opponents... The, the people that I do respect are the promoters that have given me opportunities. So there's uh you know, there's a silver lining in this business and I'm just, I'm just excited to see where this takes me, man. I've got, I got Zello this weekend and some other cool shows coming up that I'm, I'll be announcing here soon. So stay tuned for that. Why don't you promote yourself a little bit? Uh, tell us where fans can find you on social media. And if you have any other upcoming shows that you can reveal on the show today, uh, go ahead and do that. Promote yourself. Yeah, man. Um, I'm at the Trevor Outlaw on all social media handles. It's pretty straightforward. If you can't spell that, then, you know, someone should probably send these kids back to school. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Trevor Outlaw. You know, I know a lot of people hate me. So, you know what? I'll tell you what. Buy my shirts. Send me a video of you guys destroying them or doing whatever you want, and I'll plug it on my social media. If you want to be an idiot and spend your money on me, by all means, I'll, I'll give you that little uh, I'll give you that little rub. Um, in terms of upcoming shows, aside from Zello, uh, I'll be making my debut for Black Label Pro on their biggest show of the year at Slamilton. So you know, shout out to Mikey, Jess, and Tyler. They saw something in me. They wanted to give me a shot. And, you know those. Those are three people right there that no matter what, I will never show them anything but the utmost respect. Those guys, those guys I'll go to bat for. And if anyone's got a problem with them, you got a problem with me. 
Black Label Pro does a very, very good job, uh, and they get some pretty big stars to come in as well. So oh, yeah. we definitely support Black Label Pro in Crown Point, Indiana. Yeah. All right, Trevor, um, that's all the time we got for you today. We got a few more things to get to, but the pleasure has been all ours to have you on the show today. Thank you for coming on. You can say that again. The pleasure certainly was all yours. So do me a, do me a favor. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna be staying back to listen to hear what you guys have to say after this because, you know, I don't, I don't know. Something, something tells me I can't trust you guys, but, you know, give us some... Uh, Give us some better news about the White Sox. Let's say some good things. If I hear if I hear one thing about the Cubs, so help me, I will find you, gentlemen. I, you know, I like that about you, Trevor. Look, I, I want to just tell you, no hard feelings about the interview. I'm sorry I found that so funny. I just wanted to, maybe maybe next time somebody comes out for an entrance or you're doing something, instead of like something that shoots confetti that could be dangerous, maybe just go with something simple like, like sparklers, right? Just remember to light the sparkler at the top instead of at the bottom. That's a pro tip so you don't get hurt. You're a derelict. I'm, I'm disgusted with this. This interview's, <laughs> o- this interview's over. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's Trevor Outlaw. Uh, he, uh, he's got, uh, he's got, re- did you notice what he did there in the, uh, when he actually uh, uh, shot himself in the nuts? It, it, like he's acting like it was so, so confusing to him, but I keep looking at this gif over and over again. And seriously, I, I watched it for 15 straight minutes while he was there. He just keeps hitting the trigger. The trigger is right on the top of the, I, I, I don't know. It was a, the, he, my, he had quite the brain fart there. You can definitely check that out. I, I, he actually retweeted it. So it's a great thing to be able to kind of go and find. You can watch him get hit the nuts over and over and over again. It's like America's funniest home videos all over again. Yeah. And, um, you know, back back in the day, all they showed on that show was people hitting themselves in the nuts or, or kicking themselves in the nuts or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I guess they're kind of reminiscent of that. But uh, what else do we have going on today, Mike? We got a few more minutes. Yeah, let's take a look a little bit real quick at the weekend. I was telling you before at the top about the collective in Indianapolis. Amazing series of shows. The freelance slash freelance underground show. I'm going to run this down real quick. The main event saw Chicago's Kylie Ray. She retained her freelance world championship in a daunting battle with Josh Alexander. I mean, she actually made him tap out, which is like, wow, this is crazy. Man, she's really, really good at what she does. Josh Alexander's a big dude. And I was just amazed that she was able to get the tap out on that. And also we saw um, two of um, Trevor's not-so-favorite people, Robert Ego Anthony, along with Frank the Clown. And Ego defeats Effie to win the Freelance Legacy Championship. And to Ego's credit, he did show a little ass during that match as well. Almost literally showed his ass when Effie kind of pulled his trunks down. Now, Effie's a little bit of a different character. Think a little bit of a gold dust or a sunny kiss for the people who aren't initiated in the Chicago scene. But, yeah, it was kind of funny how that went down. But Robert Van Effie wins that title in that match. Entertaining match there. We had the Iron Demon Shane Mercer defeating Colby Carino and Ethan Page in a three-way match. Uh, Trevor's trainer, Isaiah Velasquez, defeated Lee Moriarty in a really, really good match. And then we had a six-way scramble. Blake Christian wins that over Storm Grayson, Alex Zane, Davey Bang, August Matthews, and Elena Black. And then a tag team match for the Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships. The Brothers of Funstruction actually retained the titles despite losing by disqualification to Warhausen, and that's a team of Warhorse and Danhausen. See what they did there with that name? And then in the other match, Lady Luck defeated Faye Jackson to retain the Freelance Independent Championship. So again, great show by the uh, minds at Freelance Wrestling and Freelance Underground. 
And also on that show, Black Label Pro had a show, and that's a group we were just talking about a bit with Trevor. They always put on good stuff. Uh, Black Label Pro champion Jake Something retained on Sunday by defeating Warhorse. And we have new Black Label Pro tag team champions, Violence is Forever, Kevin Koo, Dom Garini. They defeated the besties in the world to win those titles. And also, Sunday night, the highlight of the day probably, AEW champion John Moxley shows up at the collective during the main event of Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, and he defeated Chris Dickinson in a wild and crazy match. So even John Moxley got in on this. So the collective, um, it was three nights, three three days and three nights of events in um, around Indianapolis at um, a county fair house, uh, uh, like, like um, I can't even talk. Fairgrounds, right like a county fairgrounds. Sure. Yeah, County Fairgrounds, where Trevor would be kicking my ass right now. But, uh, yeah, it was um, a great event, um, a great festival of wrestling. Um, a lot of it was on Fight TV and um, hell of a hell of a job by all the different promotions that uh, put on shows there. You know, before before you go any further, I want to go back to one of the first things you touched on there while you were going through your your whole review. The, the Kylie Ray tap out of a large man. Like, it, mm-hmm. this goes back to something Missa Kate brought on. So I want to know what your opinion is of it. Because she was talking about the intergender matches and the idea that you can't make it too unrealistic or it just gets ridiculous. Were they able to pull that off or did it look hokey to you? Yeah, I think for the most part, they really pulled it off. And Kylie seems to have that knack for doing it. I mean, yeah, she comes out looking like, you know, a lot like the old the old Bailey where she's like all happy and giddy and, and all that stuff. But when that bell rings, you know, she turns into a beast. I mean, she can work in there. And obviously, she's had a lot of training from guys like Isaiah Velasquez over at Freelance. So we, we know that she can do it. And Josh Alexander, a credit to his profession, um, great guy. Um, they put on a hell of a match. So, yeah, they made it look very believable. And, and, and kudos to both of those wrestlers. Excellent. We're about 90 seconds out, big guy. Let's hear the big finish. We have a lot of big shows this weekend. Probably won't have time to run them all down, but we had Zello Pro Saturday night in Milwaukee. Check that out. Chicago Style Wrestling in West Chicago on Friday night. And then uh, Sunday, we have Gali Lucha Libre in Glendale Heights and Lucha Libre Total as well in Berlin. Uh, real quick, WWE Mustafa Ali revealed his leader of retribution. I'm hoping this is really something big for Chicago guy Ali. Big thumbs up for him. Hopefully he gets a nice push out of it. And Cody Rhodes regained the TNT championship from Brody Lee in a dog collar match last week on Dynamite. The match I'm looking forward to the most this week, Lance Archer challenges AEW champion John Moxley for the title. Should be a good one. And one more note before we go, got to mention this. This week on AEW Dark, Chicago's Elena Black gets an opportunity in AEW against Red Velvet. And I think this is awesome. She's a hard worker. She's been really busy. Supposedly, she wrestled five matches during the collective. Um, she's been doing crazy matches for GCW where there's like glass and, and light tubes. And it's just crazy. And then she's worked for all the pretty much all the local organizations as well. She's only 19 years old. And she's been working her ass off. So this is a great opportunity for Elena. Check it out on AEW on Tuesday. Excellent, my friend. That is a solid show. I appreciate you putting that together. Our thanks again to Trevor Outlaw, and I hope he has plenty of ice on hand. This will be released on demand uh, shortly, maybe later on this afternoon even. 
And uh, I'm going to get back trying to figure out who the next White Sox manager is going to be. Have a good one, bud. This-